Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and bar rooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us this week is our producer and resident tech dude, Jonathan. What's going on, guys? Also joining us, our co-host, he is the number one Disney dude, Ryan. What's happening, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper, here to guide you through this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. And this week, being a bunch of big dudes, we wanted to tackle the challenges of being a big dude and vacationing at Walt Disney World. Can, can I can I can I stop you? I'm sorry, but right off the bat, when you started introducing people, now that you've told everybody what the show is about, I thought you were gonna be you were, I thought you were gonna introduce John as the fat dude. I, I really <laughs> did. I thought you were gonna be like not the tech dude, but this this week we're talking about the fat dude and the number one fat dude. Right? <laughs> That's where I thought you were gonna go with that. Listen, we're fat dudes. We own it, right? We're gonna talk about being a fat dude at Disney, but Carl, I'll let you take it away. No, you know, look at I, you know, I, I prefer the words big dudes, you know, big guys, you know, and um, I'm always working at getting leaner and leaner. Uh, I have some motivation this year with uh, a couple of milestones. So I've been dropping off the LBs doing the keto and we could talk about, you know, doing various diets and keto at Walt Disney World and staying on them, but um, no holes barred. There's some challenges if you are a big dude at Walt Disney World. So let's talk about some of those because we assume some of our listeners might be like us and have some of those challenges. Um, I'm really disappointed right now. When you threw this out as a topic idea, I really thought it was going to talk about how fat we can get at Disney. Right? <laughs> like, like, I, was, I was coming into this like, these are all the desserts that I like. These are all the, the snacks that I like. This is how you can gain 2000 calories in one sitting, right? Like, but now you're telling us it's about the challenges and now I'm sad. All right. There are two ways to take. <laughs> one is the orgiacal approach to life, which is we're at Disney world. We're all in yep. it's eating, it's drinking, raising hell and, you know, sitting on a scooter rather than walking 10 miles a day. That's option one, That's right? Yes, the option. Okay, carry on. <laughs> option two is, you know, you got there, you put yourself in this condition. How are you going to go and have a good time with the obstacles you've put in front of you, right? As far as getting in, I think one of the biggest concerns that big dudes have, that fat dudes have, is am I going to fit into that amusement park ride? Or that attraction, right? I'm, 
And I'm laughing, a- Carl. I'm laughing because literally when I was there last October with some of the MVPs, I had put on so much weight. You can ask some of the previous dudettes that were on our show. I literally told them, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not going to fit on the rides. Like that's how much weight that I've put on. And they gave me beef about it the entire time we were there. Like, are you going to fit on the ride, Ryan? And I was like, hey, thanks for beating my self-confidence down even further. <laughs> In the in the immortal worlds of the uh, heads and the country bear hanging off the wall, you're no lightweight yourself, Bob. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's a tough it's a tough situation. So yeah, now look at if you're concerned about that. Here's what I would say in general is um, Disney World compared to your Six Flags theme park is a lot friendlier to all size human beings. So if you are a big dude, I'm going to put that. Um, out of your mindset right away because you're less likely to encounter those challenges at Walt Disney World than you are. I mean, if you go into a show, there's benches, you know, you're sliding in uh, on a bench in, in one of the show venues. Uh, if you are going into a dark ride attraction, like an Omnimover style, um, you know, maybe they're made for two or three and maybe you have to ride it all by yourself if you're huge, but you can still fit in it and enjoy the attraction, right? And if you're going into a boat, like it's a small world, maybe it's not a small world for you, but you can still fit on that boat. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's a really small world. (laughs) It depends on your perspective, but. Hey, I had that challenge too. I think we were in uh, Mexico and you guys said I almost sank the boat. Now, I don't know if I was, jumping up and down or just had too many margaritas but. Uh, it was that was too many margaritas yeah that was <laughs> no too question. many margaritas and you were you were rocking the boat you, you, you were rocking the were boat, rocking boat more than one way now, my love is like a ship on the ocean sailing with a cargo <laughs> full of love and devotion so yeah there you go so but, but but you can fit into the rides now when you get into anything that is more of a uh, you know roller coaster or thrill ride um and universal does this as well if you're down the road there are typically uh, sample seats for you to get into before you're all the way in the queue. The worst would be to, you know, wait in a, a, a queue for a roller coaster for 90 minutes and then f- figure out you can't fit in the card. So, so you have that ability um, to sit in there. And, you know, if it's anything serious, you're going to have various types of restraints to keep you in. If it's a seatbelt, you know, they'll offer you a seatbelt extension. Uh, if it's a lap bar single to yourself, you're not going to have a problem. Now, if it's a lap bar and you've got a little kid with you, right, and it goes up to you and the little kid is skinny, you're probably going to have to ride the roller coaster with one hand holding the kid in so he doesn't fly out because <laughs> the mutual lap bar only comes down so far, right? So I don't know if anyone's ever had that experience where they had to ride with their child and hold them down in one hand. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the lucky recipient of two children that are extremely thin uh and tall but thin so what happens is they can ride rides that other kids their age may not be able to ride but they want to bring dear old dad who's a big dude who's going to sit next to him so yes i have to have one arm almost like a seat belt across the chest of my daughter to make sure she doesn't fall out on even the frozen ride right <laughs> like right, right. you just hang in there she she grab I, she literally will grab onto around my arm with both of her arms and squeeze so hard that her nails dig dig in cuz she has no protection right yeah, yeah, yeah john i see that face you have a small child it will happen to you <laughs> oh i i i it, 
it already happens now just sitting on the couch yeah yeah it gets worse uh, Ooh, it's so, like a ride on the couch right so so yes i i uh i experience that relatively often especially at disney so but i i think i wanted to get that out of the way first because some people have some trepidation about that and really it's not a consideration i think it would be if you go to your loose local amusement park or traveling carnival yeah you got some concerns right and uh, there's friends of mine that are much bigger than me um, who's recently lost a ton of weight and uh, at the local carnival, he was getting in rides with his, his young teenager. And he had a big smile on his face because I know the guy lost like 75, 100 pounds. He finally was doing that. And I said to him, I said, isn't it going to be great when I'm going to Disney World? And he goes, when am I going to Disney World? I said, as soon as you buy the vacation from me. So, right. As soon as you book, now that you're confident, let's go, buddy. I said, uh, now you're going to have a real good time. And he did. He went and he did. And he had, you know, had those challenges. So let's get that out of the way. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's there. You're going to have a great time. Right. Right. And I think it's important to note, right? Like we're all picking at it here and I don't want anybody to be offended. Like these guys are just making fun of obese people. Right. Like I think you need to understand something. If you, this is a podcast, so you probably don't see us. And if you don't know us, you may not realize we are not small dudes, right? Like, so we're, we are literally speaking from experience here. This is not us picking on people or anything. So self-deprecation is, is is happening a lot in this podcast episode Let's well look at it's also we're, we're big dudes in a lot of ways we're tall too right and some of being a big dude is you know you you're you have all that combination right we joke about ryan fitting our legs into some of the you know into space mountain or not a or joke Smash carl mountain. my knees hurt after I get there, there's a reason why i don't ride space mountain on average because it's rough it's hard to get in that seat first of all and then everything else no it's not yeah. for me and there's it, a reason for it yeah there, there's tall and then there's wide right and then there's me and john and maybe you Carl. Yeah, but john you know you also travel with a backpack i mean you have everything in the world you bring with you <laughs> well, you're either you're doing video or podcasting or pictures and then you have a change of shirts and you know a water bottle you have so much in that bag that you know then you try to get on a roller coaster and tuck it between so. your legs, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a nightmare. <laughs> you know, so I mean, got lots hey. of between your legs. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> if you wonder why he doesn't want to go down tower of terror, but <laughs> so height is definitely a factor, right? And if you're big guys, in getting around and by the way being big sometimes you're out of shape um i would tell people that are big dudes if you're not used to physical walking and if you're not used to the heat of florida you need to do a little prep work before your trip to enjoy yourself there or you will be miserable you'll find yourself that you know, you're not used to work walking five to 10 miles a day, uh, sometimes more. And if you're not used to the Florida heat, sun and humidity, you can be miserable after one day and you're looking at your itinerary, you've got three, four, five more days in front of you. You're going to say, what am I thinking? Right? So is it fair to say that, you know, as big as we are, we still get around the parks and we go, go, go once we're there. So we're not in a situation where we have ourselves acclimated to, to be on pace to do that. Yeah, I think there's two things for me to point out. And number one is I actually do my best to diet before I go to Disney. 
right? To be more comfortable, yes, but also because I know I'm going to eat a lot of crap while I'm there. So I'm going to put that weight back on probably. But I do generally try to walk. I try to whatever, right? I mean, because you're absolutely right, Carl. I mean, if you're not used to moving and then you're going, even when I am used to it, even when I go to Disney six times a year, right? Like if I'm at Disney my sixth time of the year, you'd think my body would understand and I know what's going on. Every morning when I wake up and I put my feet on the ground, the tops and the bridges of my feet still hurt, you know, from work, walking. I work into that by, you know, 9 a.m. I'm good to go for the next day, but it's a real thing that happens, you know, and that's with comfortable shoes. That's with all the prep work that I can do to be comfortable and it still happens. So yeah, you're, you're going to put some stress on your body and you got to be prepared for that. Yeah. Along those same lines that Ryan was saying, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I don't go personally, I don't go to the extreme that Ryan does dieting and all that before a Disney trip. But at the same point, you gotta, you definitely got to prepare your your body, your mind a little bit for what, what it's going to do, especially being a bigger guy. It's, it does take a toll and you've got to, you've got to prep yourself. Um, it's again, your feet are going to, your feet are going to be dying and being, let me rephrase that your feet are going to be killing halfway through the day and you still got another half a day to go. And at that same point, you're not going to just stop and give up. You're going to want to keep going. So you got to be able to prep yourself and you got to prepare it's it's really as simple as that you got to prepare yourself to be able to get through it i don't want to say it's like a diet or something like that but you got to do something it's I, you have to i don't want to push people away from going on a trip but i just no, absolutely not. That. like like you can make it work right and let's let's again we'll go back to that you can make it work and these are just tips to help you right but but john when you were talking about that the only thing i could think about is when you and i went whatever last September or the September before whatever that was and on the last day walking around Magic Kingdom literally to start the day we were waiting to rope drop Big Thunder Mountain and uh we were standing there and I took a weird step backwards and I blew out my my lower back oh I remember that yes Yes. and it was fine right so like like anything else I'm walking around for like half the day I'm totally fine we go and we sit down in uh Carousel of Progress and we sit down for like that 20 minutes or whatever that you're in there. I couldn't get out of my chair. It was so bad. John literally had to help me up. And I was like, man, this is, this is being a fat dude at Disney. Like this is, this is like, I didn't prepare myself appropriately for this trip. Like this is a problem, you know? So if you don't prep yourself, if you're not ready for that, if you're not, you know, paying attention and, and doing the right things and whatever getting enough rest even you're gonna you're you may run into issues right because you can be a big guy and still have stamina right so Hmm? i mean it's fair to say that you know of the three of us that you know i'm probably not quite as big as the two of you guys but i've got a bunch of years on you so it balances off because i'm I'm lots and lots of years Oh, uh, so I'm balancing that uh, equation off. And usually we all keep up with each other. No problem. Yeah. But, you know, and there's some things, look at, there's some things, you know, it's, it's convenient. Sometimes, sometimes we don't ride things because, oh, you know, that's the motion sickness or whatever. I mean, I don't know. It's been a long time. I don't know if, you know, of the three of us, if I could, you know, if we could fit in the teacups between that wheel and the, 
than that you got to spin, right? Mm-hmm. We don't like the teacups anyway, so we don't. Yeah, go I was I was gonna say let's let's be honest. Do we really care? Right, <laughs> but there might be somebody who is you know that's where they carry their girth, and it's an iconic thing. They want to ride that ride, and they may find that they can't get in it, right? So. Um, but that could, that could really mess up your, your stamina and go is if you're not used to physical exercise or you're not used to spinning, right. On some of those rides, I know some people that go on the Astro Orbiter and that gives enough dizziness for them to say, Whoa, when I get off it, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm so fat. I get on the Astro Orbiter. I'm afraid it's going to fly off the top of the thing. I'm going to take <laughs> off like an actual rocket ship. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think it's also fair to say is, you know, we're big dudes going around the park. Um, no matter what shape you're in or what age you're in, when you go there, you're going to see probably some people that are having a tougher time than you, right? Yep. That are bigger than you. Oh, yeah. You know, one of my favorite things recently in like the, the Facebook groups, and I'm sure people that listen to us are in the Facebook groups. And I, I will just give you one piece of advice. Get out of the Facebook groups, right? They're, they're just toxic, nasty places. But one of my favorite things is literally every day, somebody's like, all these scooters around the park because they're so privileged that they can walk around on their feet, no problem. They got to make fun of all the people on the scooters. Like, get off my ass, lady. I can get on a scooter and ride around the park. Just be happy like you can too. But I love how people complain about all the scooters. When you go, there's literally like, I don't know, out of every 50 people you run into, maybe there's one scooter, right? But it's, but people make it out that, like It's really not that much. It's no. Not- it's crazy but but you're right like you do see people that are like they have to be on a scooter like i joke about being on a scooter because it would be a lot easier for me to get around the parks but there's people that have to be you know there and there are and what's important to look at is those people are still going out and having fun there's still a lot for them to do at disney so that's part of the prep work too is don't psych yourself out that you're not going to have a good time either because you can absolutely have a good time oh yeah I mean, there's there's something of a thrill of, um, you know, lining Main Street for the parade to get that perfect spot and knowing that you're blocking the view of five kids behind you. It's a great feeling. <laughs> five is a lot, Carl. <laughs> like, wow, that's, that's saying something. Like, that's like a modular house being put. No, you, you know, you're you know, you're big when you get someone's mother tapping you on their shoulder oh. saying, excuse me, can you put my kid in front of me? I'm like. You know, <laughs> listen, between the between the width and the height for me, that's a normal to the point where now I go to those places and I'm like, look behind me, make sure there's no kids. And if there are switch seats, you know, and if there's an adult that's like, I want to see, I'm like, screw you. Like, I don't care. The kid, I'll, I'll move for the kid, but I could care. You're an adult. Figure it out. I don't care. That's who I am, folks. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we, we kind of covered the rides, you know, there's certainly, I, I think it's, it's all pretty, uh, pretty friendly and you're not going to, you know, they're thinking of you as far as that. And we've covered the, you know, you've got to be in somewhat relative shape. The, now, the other alternative is if you find yourself with some challenges, make sure you're building up enough downtime in your vacation if you need to get off those feet and relax, right? If it's just too much. And if you're going to get a scooter and you really need it, you need to think about, am I renting it at the parks every day? Or do I need to get one that I'm going to take at the hotel? Cause you could be doing a lot of walk at your hotel just to get to your hotel room. Right. Yeah. So if that's a mobility is a key issue, you need to, you know, you could talk to us when you're planning on how to do that. Yeah. And, and make sure when you are, you talk about it because you have to realize too, that if you're going to be on a scooter, like, Hey, that's great. But 
where are you staying? You know, uh, are you going to stay on the monorail to where, you know, you got to go on and you got to wait for them to put the platform out to get on the monorail? Or are you going to stay at, at the, on the Skyliner where you got to go on to the special area and get into the, you know, they can accommodate you. They can accommodate you no matter what transportation mode you're taking, right? That's the beauty of it. But you could do things like where you stay at Beach Club, where you could just scoot on over from your resort straight into the park, you know, for Hollywood Studios and Epcot. If I was if I was in a scooter at Beach Club, I'd scoot all the way to Hollywood Studios. I wouldn't even wait for the boat. I just cruise yeah, absolutely. right along. Because oh, yeah. then right? it's a hassle. You got to put it on and off the boat and all that, you know. Exactly. So, you know, that's something else to consider. Where can you go where you have the least amount of times getting on transportation if you don't want to deal with that? And if you do, great. You can do that too. But you can have those scooters dropped off to you at your resort, or you can pick them up in some cases at the airport and carry them around, right? It all depends on what you want. Or you can get them in the parks. But my suggestion is always ask your MVP to help you get one delivered to the to the resort for you. They deliver it. They pick it up. Makes life super simple. You know, get a first floor room. I, you know, all that kind of stuff is important uh, when dealing with this. So um, let's talk about um, some other logistics there. Um, I, I have a question for you. You know, when you guys have wanted to get your favorite um, t-shirt, sweatshirt, Disney clothing. Have you ever had any problem finding stuff in your size? Oh yeah, all the time. In the it's, parks? Yeah. Yeah, it's all, all the time. I know, again, obviously we're both all bigger guys. I mean, what I wear is I, I on average wear a 3X. It's, it's a hard size to find, uh, especially in Disney because most of their stuff is only a 2X. So when you find that 3X, you're thrilled. Um, and usually you you buy it because it's, you, you it's just hard. buy it. Even if you don't like the shirt, you just buy it because it was 3X, John. No, I was not, like, That's no, how no. I became a fan of Figment. You know? uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. What? Is it duck? Oh, my God. <laughs> Ryan, anyway. It sounds like, Ryan, you don't have a problem. I don't. I don't. Generally speaking, I don't have to go into 3X, which I'm fortunate for. <laughs> Some might say that I wear my shirts a little too tight, so maybe I should, but but I don't. Um, so no, but but 2X, generally speaking, up to 2X, you can find. Disney's really good about that. It's. I've never really seen a t-shirt that I couldn't buy because it was my size unless it was like a kid's size, right? Like, like I see a t-shirt, I'm like, I know that's made for kids, but I, I would like that shirt, you know, uh, beyond that though, you know, there's no special need for a big and tall section or anything like that, generally speaking. Uh, you know, John, you might run into it a little bit more, you know, um, but for the most part, I think they do a pretty good job with it. You know, I've, I've run into, you know, I don't have, I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't have a problem. I'm XL basically, but I've going into the Disney store online sometimes, even looking for stuff that you want to pick up after you've come home. I haven't seen the right sizes for bigger people. Right. So um, I think you're more apt to have better luck on site getting those sizes than you are ordering later um, online. Well, and to take that a step further, the shop Disney is a big deal right now, but there are still exclusive things in the parks that they're only making in the parks and they may have sizes only for the parks that they're keeping for the parks. So they're not going to put them on the online store so that a bigger guy can buy it and have the magic of bringing home the souvenir versus buying it online. Uh, and that goes for a lot of things too. Like let's not just talk about clothing. Like that goes for accessories, souvenirs, whatever. 
my son saw a thing and I was like, oh yeah, I can get it at World of Disney later or something, you know, and then sure as sure as luck would have it, that the only place to find it was in Sir Mickey's at, you know, uh, Magic Kingdom. So if you see it and you want it, buy it. There you go. Especially if it's in your size, right, John? Oh, absolutely. You, you got to buy it. All right. So, um, so uh, where do we want to take the conversation, guys? What are, what's some of the other things that we need to talk about for big dudes going to Disney? I mean, I would like to talk about the benefits of being a big dude at Disney, right? And just in terms of like, there are some benefits to being a big dude. Yes, there uh, is. I'll tell you a huge benefit, right? Is that you get into crowds, you can lower a shoulder and move your way right through those crowds. People do not want to mess with you when you're the big dude, right? So <laughs> I do that with my family all the time. I'm like, hey, kids, grab the waistband. Here we go, right? You know, like I'm just going to walk right through it. Nobody's going to want, the only person who might want to run into me is the scooter, right? Because they're like, I got a, I got a mobile device here, buddy. You know, like I, I'm going to run you over. But other than that. Yeah. I'm going to leave a mark on your shin. Here we go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, John and I ran through the parks together once and it was like, nobody even touched us. It was like parting oh, in the Red Seas. It really <laughs> was. It, it was, it was impressive. Nope. Nobody wants to mess with a big guy except another big guy. That, that's well, as simple as it is. Unless you're at a bar, but that's a totally different topic. For We're not going to that one right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I mean, getting around and everything, certainly being tall to see, I, I always think that I always had the height advantage so that sometimes in a crowd, you could kind of scope it out and pick your path to your point, like you're going yep. through. Sometimes oh, yeah. you can, you know. You, like you Lieutenant can, Dan scouting it out from the top of the, the nest, you know. Yeah, it's not only that. It's more like um, it's more like you're in the QB uh, position and you can see the lanes open up, right? <laughs> yeah. From, from the backfield, you see the lanes open up. You know where to zig and the zag. And that can help you, um, you know, get through that nightmare on Main Street if you're leaving after the fireworks one night. So, um, so certainly the, the, the height has an advantage. Like you say, there's some positive aspects to the, um, to the size uh, there. I think, look at, if you're a big guy and you want to stay a big guy, you can eat and drink yep. yourself away. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, there's a reason I diet before I go to Disney, right? <laughs> Is that I know that I can go and I can just snack myself to death if I want to, you know, uh, cheeseburgers, bacon everywhere, fried foods everywhere you turn, um, desserts that you wouldn't even believe. I mean, you walk into some of these dessert shops and we're not going to talk about cup, cupcakes or sparkles or anything like that, right? But you walk into some of these dessert shops and you're like, oh my God, this confectionery is like legit you know like 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 you could not even make it out of that building before you have a heart attack you know so um the snacks the thought that's put into disney snacks and we've done whole shows on snacks so if you haven't listened to that and you're listening for the first time go back and look for those but the the snacks and the ingenuity in the snacks is unlike anything you've seen anywhere else you know you can go to six flags and get a elephant ear and you can get some an ice cream sundae and whatever but like you go to Disney and you get a cheeseburger spring roll, right? Like, like, hello, you know, like that's, that's, that's where Disney's at. Disney is famous for its snacks, fat person or not. Disney is famous for its snacks. Everybody loves the snacks at Disney. Look at it. And if you're a big guy and you're going to do snacks all day, you better bring a big wallet with you too. Yeah, that's true. So, oh, yeah. so one of the advices I have, and we did a show on this on the, all you care to eat, um, either buffets or bring the platters to you. 
there are plenty of things if you want to get ahead of the game and you have a big appetite and but you're also trying to watch a, a budget uh, if you're a big guy paying 35 or 40 bucks for an all-you-can-eat place you're going to probably come out on top yeah. right you're going to come out on top because you can have that third fourth fifth helping where other people will have two so you're in that equation where you know disney might lose a little money on you um but the quality of these all you care to eat um uh, an example it might be even a you know a character dinner the the quality of the food is much better than going to your local country buffet right i mean you're going to get good quality or better quality i should say than your your local uh, you know chinese buffet um where you eat vegetable but yeah. you know <laughs> i mean yeah. Uh, yeah i mean listen i i loved old country buffet as a kid that's probably why i'm fat right that's my grandmother just be like come on kids that's where we're going and it would be like three days a week so mashed potato mountains were a thing in my household right but to say that the food is better is a severe understatement i mean we're talking like maybe not as high a quality as a Las Vegas buffet, like a Bellagio buffet, but it's closer to that than it is to the old country buffet, right? You have really high quality food, everything from, and they have a dessert station. They have a, 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 a appetizer station. They've got a salad station. They've got all the meats you could possibly imagine. If you like carbs, you can carbo load. I mean, there's everything at these stations. Seafood, which I know you guys like, not for me. And it's all good. It's all good quality. It's not, it's not, it's not like you're paying $45 for crap theme park food. You're getting good food out of it. We have a, you know, we, again, you could probably do a crossover and listen to our other show, but do you guys have a favorite, all you can eat, all you care to eat uh, that you want to share with our listeners? If you had to pick one. Topolino's. Yeah. Topolino's is definitely up there. That's become one Breakfast, of my favorites. Right? Um, yeah, their breakfast is phenomenal. I mean, you're not going to leave you're not going to leave hungry there, and you're getting very high quality food. Um, that's that's definitely that's going to be one of the top ones on the list. Yeah, I would I would say for breakfast brunch, that's definitely number one. You guys all everyone knows already. I like the beer garden. That's uh, all you care to eat too. That's a that's a good one for drinking, which big dudes tend to do once in a while too um another expensive habit for big dudes though <laughs> yeah right and to be able to hold it a little better than some other people that, that can get very expensive there's not an all you care to drink buffet at uh, disney world they, sounds they, like a million dollar idea to me carl oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, as my father used to say the right idea could either be worth a million dollars or cost you a million dollars and i think ryan that one might cost disney a million dollars <laughs> they can afford it <laughs> So, um, but, but there's, there's plenty of others, uh, too, uh, that, uh, that cater to that, that, uh, you know, Ohana is another very popular one, all you care to eat that's plenty of protein on that. Um, the, the skillets over at Whispering Canyon, you know, a lot of these things we've talked about again on other shows, but, um, if you're hungry and you want family style, I mean, heck, even Liberty Tree Tavern, we kept bringing plates out that day, right? So um, you certainly can work those to your advantage to get your money's worth and then maybe only buy a half a dozen snacks versus a dozen snacks. Or 
You know what I honestly like to do sometimes is I'll just do one sit down meal a day and I'll just snack all around it. Right. Like that's, you know, sometimes, yeah, I need to get something a little bit more than that, but, or maybe a snack for me is a meal for somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, that's generally what I like to do is I like to snack all day and then have that one big dinner, have that one big breakfast and then walk it off and then snack for the rest of the day. So it's another uh, big dude tr- trick to Disney. What else should we tell our listeners at large? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did. Great one there. Great yeah. one. I, I think honestly, when it comes down to it is, uh, you know, we've joked a lot about this and, you know, hopefully you guys understand that again, we go through this and, and it's a real life thing and we get it. There's a challenge to it, right? We, we sympathize with it. We've been there. Don't let it intimidate you. That's the only thing I can really stress more than anything else. Just go to Disney. Disney, when Disney tells you that they created a theme park that was meant for the entire family, they're literally talking about people of all types, big, small, children, parents, grandparents, doesn't matter who you are, you fit in at Disney. That's the beauty of Disney. It's inclusive of everybody, right? So uh, that includes us fat people. That's all I'm going to throw out there to you guys. That's the only thing I have left to say on the subject. There's so much fun to be had. There's so much challenges, sure, but it's worth every second of it. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's definitely worth it. Like kind of Ryan said and kind of second what Ryan said, don't, don't let it worry you. It's, it's something that's, you're gonna, you gotta enjoy it. It's, you're gonna be able to get through it. You're gonna be able to get on the ride you want. You're gonna be able to eat the food you want. It's your vacation. Enjoy it do it the best you can it's that simple don't worry about it well there you have it advice for big dudes having a big time at walt disney world later dudes later dudes later dudes thanks for joining us for this week's episode of dudes dish disney please check us out on social media on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations, at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation Planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel.